Welcome to Off the Bench with Danny Cannell. Danny Cannell. Back to throw. First and down. Leaps his tight end. And Raja Bell. Bell has done it. 22 to Raja. It's all the future of football right before your eyes. Just yell it out, man. He can't guard me. What is going on? It is Friday. Welcome to Off the Bench. It's good to have you guys listening to us. We appreciate it. What's up, Roger? What are you looking at me for? A little bit like sideways early. <laughs> well, I hear that intro audio like yeah. every day we're in here. Uh-huh. And I would have never yelled that at anybody. He can't guard me. <laughs> like that just, everybody could guard me. Like what? <laughs> I just stood there and shot jump shot. <laughs> that was from our, that was from our rehearsal period. I don't even, were you talking about No, you? I wasn't. Right. But it just sounds like it when the, right. when the music comes Sounds out, really like, deep when we go there. It sounds really good. Yeah. We got, so anyway, thanks for checking us out. We got a huge show lined up. The NBA All-Star teams were picked. That was going to be a controversy. You knew it. There are some eyebrow raising selections in that one. The XFL is back. I think that's fantastic for football. Tiger is back as well. Um, but first, I gotta ask Hannah something. Our girl Hannah Stopchuk joins us. So you were off coffee? I was off coffee. How long did it last? Um, I, like Monday to today. I just, I, I went, <laughs> I went, y'all, hold on, hold the phone, hold the phone. I get a little bit of credit here, okay? Because I drink coffee every day. And I was like, I don't really want to rely on something. So I stopped. It was totally fine. Had a little bit of a headache yesterday. Man. For four days. Yeah, for four days. But I only slept like three hours last night. So this morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? I deserve so this. You need it. So, you need it. yeah. Yeah. You're a coffee. We all, see, the thing I don't, we come in here early. Like we're at 6.30 a.m. to get this out for people. So hopefully you can listen to it on your commute. You can have it all day long. We're all in here with big jugs of coffee. Oh. I've been, I'm trying, I'm thinking about for Lent coming up. I'm not even Catholic, but it's like an opportunity mm-hmm. to say, all right, I'm going to give up yeah, something for too. 40 days. I don't know. I might got coffee is coffee? one thing I've considered Ooh. giving up 40 days. That's a Ooh. long time. Dude. We should really talk about this cuz I could go in on some like serious lent things. Yeah. Like giving up sugar is a good one. That is a good one. Carbs. Well, what? Well, Carbs for Oh my god, that's I mean, too long. They're essentially sugar. They break down into sugar. Yeah, like, but like that's like bread. I know. It's you, tough. Have you ever seen the Oprah commercial? I love bread. I that's love how bread. I feel. That's I how I bread. feel. <laughs> All right, we'll have to do that a special oh, lent episode coming up in February. All right, uh, Debo's got a new segment for us. Really creative, super creative. Take so it creative. or leave it. Oh. Yeah, buy or sell. Sound familiar? Uh, there's another one that's on ESPN. We won't go there. All right, so let's get to it. NBA All-Star teams were picked. We did ours the other day, and we all assumed some picks would not happen, yeah. and we couldn't have been more wrong. Here's LeBron talking about it. I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, Ernie. This thing should have been televised, and, me, and when me and Steph was doing the draft, we started laughing very hard at one point. I'm not even going to tell you what part it was, but we started laughing very hard at one point. It, it definitely should have been televised, that's for sure. So take, so take it or leave it. This will be the most exciting, intriguing all-star game since MJ's goodbye in 2003. Take it or leave it. Um, yeah, I can't recall all the all-star games right now, but it's, right. got, it's got a chance to be really good. Right. Like with those lineups. First of all, it sounded like a remix. I thought that was like a song when he was, <laughs> when he came on air, but, uh, <laughs> the way it sounded like, right? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, with that lineup, Curry's lineup is, it's, I, but Team LeBron, is, that's what I thought. That is dope. Like it, that, you're talking Kyrie, the two Pelicans, Durant, Westbrook. I mean, you could stop there, and I'm good. But you, Porzingis. Oh my God, Steph like, got worked. Steph like, what got was he thinking in this meeting? Loyalty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Lo- what it was. Yeah, loyalty, trying yeah. to get those Golden State cats. But 
I, I imagine KD had to be the first pick, so he had no, yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't get KD. Otherwise, it would. They looked. didn't release the order, did they? No, but that's the other KD thing was they the need. To, of course, he was the first pick in ours. For every mock one that they did, he was the first pick in every single one. They really do need. I think it's funny that LeBron comes out now and says, "Why weren't you doing this before?" Because they probably could have thrown something together if LeBron had been vocal. Apparently, a week ago. they couldn't agree with the NBA Players Association. Not all the players could come to a consensus. LeBron oh, okay. wanted it on TV. Apparently, he did uh, from the get go. Now, the the laughing moment when him and Steph are, are laughing. Do you think that's when he? Everybody's assuming it's when he picked Kyrie. When he picked Kyrie, yeah. Do you think I, there's anybody else that he's laughing? Is it Russ? Could have been Russ playing with KD. Uh, yeah, it could have been one of those two. It could have been him picking Kyrie, or I wonder where Kyrie went. Right. I'd really, that's, that, <laughs> I'd really like to know that, right? Cause. Did they have to pick the starters first? He took the rest. Like we did, that was, that's what I thought. They had to pick the starters first, so maybe Kyrie was the last on the board, and they were, and maybe that's what no. they, no? I think, but how LeBron does, how does, selected... how does Steph's squad get worked that bad? Cause I think there is a pretty big discrepancy. Well, he according won't. to our poll, one of your squads got worked when we picked. Like, that's just bound to happen. <laughs> Who and got wait, worked? Who's, Who's, my squad team, got worked. Your team got worked. <laughs> a lot of it, it's kind of like who I gets think, the first pick. I think Kyrie was advantage. LeBron's second pick. I think he was, too. It went Curry picked Harden and then got the, the following pick in the snake form and went on Tentacubo. And then LeBron went Kyrie. Kyrie. But we'll never know. We didn't which do the, the worst. snake format Yeah, here. we'll never know. No, we didn't do that. LeBron put out format. his handwritten draft on Instagram. Right. He put out, now that, that does not the order. That was alphabetical. Oh, we'll get to that a little later man, with him. Man, that's so weak. He should have done it. Um, so you're, so that's gonna, I think it's gonna be fascinating. I think the only way it'll matter is if they care. And it's the same thing with the Pro Bowl this weekend. Like, nobody cares about winning. If they care about playing and actually winning the game, I think it'll be entertaining if you get some of these things. Do you think that – so this is a question I wanted to ask you because I was thinking about this the other day. Because we all from the outside, we look at this relationship between Kyrie and, and Cleveland and LeBron. Right. And we're like, man, that must be so awkward. They must hate each other so much. Do you think it's not that bad? Do you think it's overblown by the media? I think it's overblown by the media and the fans, but I do think there's something there, right? Like, it's probably not, you know, like, it's not as bad as people think, but it is awkward. I would say that's an awkward situation. I heard from people with knowledge of the situation that, that like, Kyrie wanted his own show. He did not like the fact that well recently let me backtrack recently it's been speculated that it was because david griffin got fired and there was a close relationship between griff and and uh you know Kyrie and jeff wexler and 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 that's why he wanted to go but i've heard that it really did have to do with it being lebron's show and lebron running it lebron's way and Kyrie wanting to grow into that role of his own so um i know lebron didn't want him to be traded but i think that was that was like, listen, we don't have to trade him necessarily. We have control. Let's not give up an asset more so than it was like, I love Kyrie. Don't trade Kyrie. So I think there is some animosity, a little bit of, a little bit of, um, uh, awkwardness between them. I don't know that it's, that they hate each other, but I right. do think it's awkward. It's probably like a girlfriend that you run into that you had a pretty good relationship <laughs> yeah, with and it might have ended ugly and it might yeah. be weird, but I feel like on an all-star week and an all-star game, it'll be fine. Like, I don't think it's going to be, they're not going to talk to each other during the, you know, in the festivities. You know, at the end of they the day. They might not hang out at the club. But right. They'll, they'll, but they might, but they might, they'll be in the same club. Right. Like they could, well, there are a lot of parties all-star weekend, <laughs> yeah. so they could be anywhere. Yeah. But the, what people miss about these guys is, like it's all it's it's not all for TV. Like there's some genuine feelings there between, you know, like like uh, Russ and KD and stuff. That, that's real stuff. But at the end of the day, this is a really small fraternity. It's a really small brotherhood. And so 
you know, there are guys that don't like each other, but a lot of times stuff like that is overblown in the media and guys are cool. Like we understand, like we all know each other's families, wives, kids. It's, it's, it's a really, really small fraternity. Did you have a problem? It was reported that Kyrie was willing to have surgery, um, so that the Cavs had to trade him, right? If the Cavs didn't trade him, he said he was going to have surgery and basically shut down that season. Did I have a problem with it? Yeah. No. Not at all? Nope. Because I'll tell you, I, I tore my wrist up in, in, uh, Charlotte. Um, it was my contract year and I tried to play through it and I couldn't. I had a torn scaphalune. My lift, my wrist just felt like it was like floating all over the place. And I had a conversation with the, with the general manager and the coach was Larry Brown about the surgery and they really wanted me to play. Like, you play through it. You can have surgery in the off season. I couldn't really afford to do that. It was on a contract year. Plus I couldn't play because I was that guy. I played through anything. I couldn't play. So I liked to have, to have the surgery and they traded me immediately. Like, I wasn't going to be of use to them that year, so they shipped me off to Golden State. No, no harm, no foul. And I was, I felt bad. But at the end of the day, it was their right to do it. I wasn't going to help them. Business was business. So on the flip side of that, I got no beef with a dude saying he's going to have his surgery if you don't trade him. But just out of spite, obviously, right, he's right. okay enough to play. He's playing at almost but MVP he, level. But he needs the year. surgery, right? Like he, he's going to have to have the surgery. I, so, I don't know. It's been a year. No, it's been you know? like he's he's going to have to have it at some point. Like they're lingering effects. Like he's got day to day pain. So for me, this is one of those situations like, yeah, his my pain may have been worse than his. But the point was, I could have elected to play through that and not have the surgery. Right. I had to have it, though. Like I needed the surgery. So I, I, I chose to have it. They chose to ship me out because it's not what they wanted me to do. Right, so that's from a, like as a player getting traded, that sucked, but it it was their right to do it. I don't have any problems because players have so little leverage in a lot of situations. If you use something to create leverage for yourself, I got no which is what Kyrie did, I think it just I think it sucks for him that it got out, like that 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 move got out because you see stuff happen all the time sure. uh, where players will do things like this to try to for to get some Look, leverage and they they never get it. I never air. I've only been I was only in the front office one year. And so it wasn't enough to like flip me from player to executive in terms of the way the prism uh, through which I see things. I had Robert Sarver sit down with me once. Um, I was asking for an extension in Phoenix. Things were rolling. I, I was playing well, having the best years of my life. Um, he brought me in, set out a nice spread at lunch, all nice, asking about my family. Um, uh, he said, hey, I hear you guys want an extension. Steve Kerr there. I was like, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I, and he was like, yeah, do you deserve an extension? Yes. Am I going to give you one? No. I was like, okay. He was like, do you want to know why? I was like, yeah. He's like, because I don't have to. And that was his stance. I, I was locked up for another two years. He didn't have to do anything. He owed me nothing. But that's the stance that franchises take towards players. So when players use their leverage, to your point, to, to dictate an outcome, I've got no beef. I, I applaud it. All right. Take it or leave it. Let's move on. Uh, your boy, Russell Westbrook. We're doing no, – we're not doing his outfit last night. We're doing the all-star it's unis. Awful. Or we're doing both. Let's all do right, both. all right. So the All Star Unis, I haven't seen the All Star Unis. Are they good? I love them. You do. You didn't even see them for I do. two seconds. No, I, 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 I have are. seen those. I didn't I know like that they those. were the All Star Unis, though. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those before too. Jordan and I didn't Brand, know. And just with your uh, logo on a black. Ellen Bell on Twitter. At Ellen Bell on Twitter. Check them out <laughs> so you can make prep for the segment. Unlike we did. All right. What about your boy Russ's outfit walking into the arena last night? That yellow, yellow, torn up, ripped apart. What say you, Hannah? It's yeah. so ugly. Uh. I don't care. I don't care. Like who you are, what you look like. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do he that. He definitely goes over the line. Like he crosses it. I will say this: if you've got 
a six pack like he does. Yeah, but why do it? Like, <laughs> that's like, like, I would probably do it too. <laughs> yeah, but like, right? It was, it's like underboob. Yeah, yeah for that was weird. Like, it's like weird. It was weird. It was. Nobody uh, wants to see that. No. It's just like too much. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's Russ's brand. That's, that's, he's staying on brand. He always goes he's too always much. He's always too much. Yeah. yeah. Like always a little bit less. <laughs> right. A little bit less. All right. So we're split on that one. All right. Let's move on. There was big news in football, not the NFL, not in college football, but the XFL. This is the This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the rap at the end there. So we have the old XFL uh, sound there and then the new announcement that came out yesterday is Vince McMahon is bringing back the XFL. There was a 30 for 30 on it recently, which was really popular. Vince McMahon said the minute the old one shut down, he knew he regretted it. He wanted to do it again now that he's had his time. Take it or leave it. The XFL will succeed this time around. Leave it. Really? You don't think it it will? No, dude. What other football league other than the NFL has succeeded ever? Other than like Canadian Arena has been around forever. Arena's got two teams in it. (laughs) They might currently. How many teams? They have four teams. (laughs) Philly, the champs. The Philly. Uh, Yeah, that's right. The soul. Do you think now is the time? The setting yes. for another league to succeed. Yes. Well, you're just going to piggyback off of all the things that are happening with the NFL? Is that yes. Like- and college. So here's why I think it has a chance. One, I think Vince McMahon is a very shrewd businessman. Mm-hmm. Like, love him or like, you know, hate him, yeah. whatever you think about him. I think he's coming in at the right time. I think the two-year runway that they're going to have before it starts up, because he even talked about it being too rushed together last time. Right. So the product on the field was bad. I think that will help. The other thing that I think is being overlooked in this is the the NCAA problem right now that they are not paying players. If they can, if they go after high school players, freshmen, sophomores, players who can't get to the NFL, Tua Tagovailoa just had a you know incredible sure. you know, game. If they could draft him and put him on the Birmingham franchise as their quarterback, that'd be sensational. Like, what? are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, but what kind of like what kind of money are they going to be giving these kids? That'll be. To but I think school? that's a great dilemma, and because, I th- I can't wait to see. Well, I don't. I don't. All right. I can't argue that there are ways that this team could, I mean, this league could, could carve out some interest, uh-huh. right? And, and some storylines and stuff like that. But I just think overall, when you're dealing with like, when you're dealing with MBAs and, and, and NFLs, like, yeah, they could be a CBA, but nobody watches the CBA. What like about the, the G, summer league? The, the summer league, league is, is, yeah, but the summer the league, league is, the G league is owned by the NBA. And the summer league are just NBA teams playing in the summer. So, like all of those minor leagues of basketball, they existed. I played in them. Like, big I played three. In... What? There yeah. was some interest oh, yeah, in the, the big, big three. three this summer. That got a TV deal. It did. It's not the but same. There are older players, but I, I I venture to say, like I watched it once. The second time I watched a quarter of it, and then I never went back. Which so, probably mirrors their ratings, right? Um, I, and and look, I I played in Yakima, Washington. Um, stadium like support from the local community we won a championship it was great but like there's no there was no longevity in that like it lasted for maybe 10 years but you can't survive like in 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 when you're competing with the nba and i'm going to say the same thing about the xfl and like it's just my opinion on it you're not going to get enough talent like you're not going to get enough of those two atongo veloas or or like but he's got rules that 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 
like guys like Johnny Manziel and stuff can't even compete because he's got like he's got these rules in place with no no uh, criminal no criminal record. Like there's I just don't see it happening. So I I was expecting the exact opposite of what he announced. Mm-hmm. I thought he would say it was going to be because the old XFL it was. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna we're gonna go back to football. It's a rough game. He gave the complete opposite message. Right. And I thought he would have said, "We're gonna take all criminals. Like we wanted to be right, right. like W. We're gonna take everybody." And he was very much no. He said, "No political stances. You're gonna stand for the anthem. You're not gonna have a criminal record." Um, it, what uh, the safety? I like he said, "We're gonna be a safer game." Which Why I you're would, not gonna play football? What, no, that's what I thought. You play without he, helmets. Now he said, he said we're still going to be football, but we're going to do like I don't know. Are they going to have a kickoff? Danny, just imagine right. concussion protocol. It's well, going to be. But I th- is it going to be hard? Like, is it going to be even safer than the NFL? Yeah. Are they? If you get hit in the head, are you like. done? That's what surprises me. I did not think that was going to be Vince McMahon's football at all. To say uh, the take it or leave it, I think it all like they're not going to take down the NFL. Right. I don't think that. But I think they could survive. And if they make it 10 years, I think that's a huge success that's a huge if they success. get that long. And yeah. I think they will. But I think the fact that, that college players are more willing now than ever to look for alternatives, that they want to get paid sooner, I think that could be a, a, a great timing for the XFL to say, hey, you guys are looking for somewhere to play to get paid? Come play with us for a year. The yeah. internet was around back then, but I think the old XFL yeah. could succeed in this age of the internet with Twitter and Instagram clips the way it could just go viral back then but now the safer gimmick free xfl did so uh, did he say anything about the jerseys because everybody of course remembers he hate me right 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 uh your boy jared lorenzen the hefty lefty uh the quarterback from the new york giants played at kentucky he had a tweet that like went viral because he said he he sent out every as every ex-player did said hey vince mcmahon at me if you want me to play right and then he had hashtag he ate me he ate me which was pretty (laughs) because lorenzen was 300 pounds he's a big old boy yeah he's 500 pounds now is he really he there was a facebook show on him talking about like he has a problem like it's it's a sad story like he's trying to lose some of his weight but I thought that was hilarious. Like he came he out there. Me. Your That's... boy Debo came up with one, uh, one that was a SEC hate me yeah. for me. That would be pretty good. So we need some suggestions for Rajah's name, uh, XFL you name. You getting the throwing arm ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. If like, Vince McMahon calls. I actually felt a what little do you bit. You say? Uh, I actually to coach. <laughs> I would play. I actually felt bad because there were some lists out there of players who now wasn't even mentioned. Like I'm beyond the X player. You're, like you're, now yeah. I'm the X X player. What do, what do you imagine? Even. Seriously, what do you imagine? Like a a, a high end salary? To be? Like what would you imagine? Just I would imagine it's a hundred grand. Like it's just around. Like I don't know. I but I don't for ten games. It's probably ten grand. What's you know ten yeah. games? Ten ten grand. So a game? you're saying to a kid like Tua, I'm just I, like I'm trying to wrap my mind like. Come out of school zero. for hundred, yeah, for sure. You know, like for that's sure. and some of these kids need the money. That's why they end up turning pro early, and a lot of times they're not going to be first rounders. They're going to be third, fourth, fifth rounders, and they make bad decisions. Listen to this: back in two thousand one, they had standardized salaries. Quarterbacks earned five thousand dollars per week. Kickers earned thirty five hundred. All other uniform players earned forty five hundred per week. So, wow. but then, so the thing I think where they could really like th- to do things differently. Is incentivize the games. Maybe I was it's just five. Reading. They did give bonuses. Yeah, so make, give the bonus, the winning quarter, not the quarter. You'd have to do everybody the same. Can't treat everybody the same. <laughs> so can't all be quarterbacks. But maybe double their salary. Right. You know, give them instead of five, give them ten if they win. That'd be huge. Like there, players would love that. I'm also more any, jobs. Like yeah. I think yeah, that's me great. Too. I think more jobs in general. Yeah. I don't know if I'll watch. I think the one thing <laughs> timing wise, I'm with you because they are going to be competing against the heat of the NBA. Yeah. Why didn't they go summer? 
Because summer is the oh, time yeah. when people start dying for the NFL. They want football. They're begging for yeah, that's it. That's a good point. They could have started. Yeah. In, in, in is, the there any, is there a summer sport? Baseball. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but even started. Don't be so mean about baseball. <laughs> I love baseball Wait, season. Wait, don't they play something with this little, like, it's like a... You, you like don't want, you're not a baseball league. fan at all. No. Baseball with Seriously? Bell. Yeah. No. Our favorite segment. All right. One more take it or leave it. <laughs> Man. Tiger I so Woods. <laughs> I saw your eyes perk up. Yeah. We saw the, uh, the highlight playing in here in studio of Tiger out there at the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. Tiger will finish under par take it. for the tournament. Take it or leave it. Take it. He's a stroke better on the north course well, than he me, is on the south course. Let me listen to him before I make a decision. Well, I got I to gotta hit my irons a little bit better than I did today. And I was uh, – I didn't hit him very close. I didn't give myself a lot of looks. Uh, and then, you know, it's hard to – it's hard to you know make a lot of birdies when you're not giving yourself any looks, and I, I didn't do that today. So tomorrow, hopefully, I drive a little bit better, hit my irons obviously a lot closer, and uh, we got the better of the two greens tomorrow. Um, so we'll see what happens. He's tied for 84th after the first round. He's even par. I'll take it. I say he gets a couple under. You say two, two, three I hope under. He does. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him in the mix. I'd like I mean, to I'm see rooting too. for him too. Uh, the only problem is all the changes this guy is talking about. It. I just want to see him talking about a good round. I know. I don't like Tiger, but I really I hope Whoa, he does well. She hates greatness. What? That's the no, we no, no. figured it out. Y'all, you hate I have greatness. a I have a certain bone to pick with Tiger Woods. I talk about this all the time with Bill Ryder. What? I he, well he he is like totally. I'm from Jupiter, Florida, and yeah. he has taken over Jupiter, Florida in like a bad <laughs> way. Why? And I just don't like the it. woods. Like, I want him out. You yeah, don't yeah, like the I woods? Want, no, he he's like the living Lorax. He tore down the actual woods to build a restaurant called the Woods. Oh, jeez. Oh, he tore down like everybody's uh, like tearing down land. stuff. Everybody's Jupiter's exploding. Everybody's tearing yeah, down stuff. Yeah, and it's to because build. of like oh, people like Tiger fault? Woods. No, oh, I'm so God. serious. All the traffic is his oh, fault. Geez. It's all want... Tiger Woods' fault. It's he doesn't all... like Tom Brady. You Ta- Tom Brady is a different entity. Like he's just a true <laughs> mother effort. Like <laughs> he's just a true. Damn, did you watch? Hannah. Did you see any of the round yesterday? Uh, yeah, I watched some of it. I yeah. watched his last few holes. I was like, I saw him hit a three wood, and he couldn't keep it in the fairway. Like, uh, Wait, but I do I want Tiger to do well. I think okay. everything's more entertaining when Tiger's involved. Totally. I saw him early. He was controlling his driver. Yeah, um, his putting was was the problem yesterday. Right, but and he, his short irons were like he was short sided a lot, left himself like some some tough up and downs, and and just missed with those mid irons, those mid to shorts. I, I didn't think it was that far off. He didn't look. You know when you've seen him in the past, and he just looks like he's like. Like flabbergasted, he has no idea what's going on out there, and he can't find. It. He, right, he looked, he looked okay. Better than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't withdraw. He did not withdraw. So he did not shut it down. There. All right, let's get to our guest. Uh, we were supposed to have him on the other day, but our boy Fred Siegel from Old Takes <laughs> Exposed dissed us. All right, for our guest this week, we got Fred Siegel from Old Takes Exposed. You can follow him on Twitter at Old Takes Exposed. He runs Freezing Cold Takes. It's a website too. It's incredible what he does. He keeps media members in check. For all the hot takes that they make, he exposes them for the ones that are awful. Like one I had in Alabama, Georgia, but I'm kind of upset with him because he outed me not only on Twitter, but on my nemesis show on Paul Feinbaum. Listen to what he said about me. During the national championship game, he had the gun jumping trifecta. He jumped the gun three separate times during the game. Let's start with the first one. Georgia took a 13-0 lead on the Nicole Hardman touchdown run. In the second quarter, and Danny Cannell tweeted this: "Ball game." <laughs> uh, Danny Cannell tweeted this: 
Nothing like bailing on the QB who got you there, SMH. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jalen Hurts has thrown one INT in 246 attempts this year. But let's go with the true freshman who's never played meaningful minutes. That's why Danny Cannell is Danny Cannell. <laughs> no way. All right. That's so you real. had to go on Finebaum, my arch nemesis, and just give him ammo like that. Now, there are a couple things I could respond with. One, ball game. You don't know who you're talking about. Like, it wasn't for sure. We just have a ball game. We have a ball game. Exactly. We have, ball game. We have the timestamps to say. <laughs> ball game was said. It's the specific time that Georgia went up 13 nothing right before the end of the half. Now, let me ask you something. If I sent you screen grabs from my cell phone where I texted two different people at halftime and said they need to play Tua Tonga Valoa if they want to have a chance, would that be a good take? No, it would be terrible because it looks like a fraud. <laughs> but it, it was what I was – I was thinking the same thing. That's why – like Saban has been praised for making this move. I think every – I think it was like a typical fan move. I think fans in the stands were like, oh, they got to bench the starter. They got to put in Tua. And if you look at the game, the way it unfolded, it could have easily gone either way with Tua Tonga-Valoa because he had a couple – Bad. There was a pick out of the back of the end zone. One of his touchdowns, he wasn't even looking at the dude. But I can't. I'm not going to make up for that tweet, am I? Well, no. Well, the thing about it is, it just appeared that they weren't doing anything. Which it, it was, it was, a, it was a desperation move. But it was the right desperation move. It looked like that they weren't doing anything with Hurts. It didn't look like they were doing anything with him. So it's like you got to do something, right? Yeah, for sure. Pull so, a rabbit out of the hat. Yeah. So, Fred, hey, this is Raja. I, I don't, I'm not on Twitter, like, and I catch a lot of flack here in, in this, in the studio for not being on, but like, how did you, how did you become this cold take exposing guy on Twitter? Like, what was the, what was the inception of that? Was there a moment? Did something spark that? Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of building up in myself. Like, as I use Twitter throughout the years, I've always used it since maybe 2009, 2010 to get my information. And, I just noticed journalists, you know, on their high horse a lot. And um, you start to really start to get annoyed a little bit. It's not like hate, but you just annoyed it. Like reporters and analysts getting on their high horse and saying, I got this right. I got this right. Just like I predicted five days ago, I got this right. And you just remember all the things they say that they got wrong. And I just decided, well, I was going to start something and post everything they get wrong. And I didn't expect it to turn out like this. Right. But uh, it was just supposed to be something like to be a troll and mess with them. I was just going to do it as, as a hobby. I still kind of do. But yeah. uh, it, it, it blew up. And Dan, Danny was one of the ones who helped it blow up, blow it up that day. You put it on uh, Mike and Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, so, that thing, well, that, my feed went up, skyrocketed after that. I would have never done it had I known you were a gator. Yeah. Like, I would have never given you that publicity that you had there. I think it's, but see, here's what I think is why it's exploded is I think every person that's on Twitter or every person that's followed sports media, um, for the past 50 years hate when guys only take credit for making the wrong, uh, the right call and they try to pump themselves and they never say I was wrong. And I think that's like where that's worth, and that's where I think media members could do a better job is saying, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, that, and I think that, I think that there has been some awareness to that. <laughs> I brought some awareness to that. If, I, if I'm going to take credit for something, uh, I brought some awareness that there are media members who have become a lot better 
at uh, when something happens, when I'm, when they get something wrong, they immediately admit it. I think they're just waiting for me to hit them with the, the zinger. <laughs> and they kind of want to counteract it before, but uh, they, they've kind of taken themselves a little less seriously. And so, some of them have. Some just have no tolerance for it. But, yeah, I don't think that – I think that fans themselves remember everything that a – a media member says about their team. So if you said something about the Gators like two years ago, they're never going to be good. Every Gator fan remembers that the second the Gators win some sort of big game, they're going to throw it back at your face. That's where they send it to me. <laughs> That's fantastic. So you don't actually like. I was gonna say, I'm sorry, Hannah. No, no, you good. don't. You don't actually have the time to sit there and go through every media personality. You just get people now sending you tattletales. T- they're, Twitter they're tattletales. telling on them, right? Uh, and then you oh, give yeah. them the you give yeah, them the business. The That's fantastic. Oh my yep. gosh. Yeah. Now everything from everyone, everywhere about every sport. Wait. So so sometimes I have to like say. I mean, I can't post this. No one really even knows what this is about. It's about <laughs> tennis, like a, a small tournament, you know. So Danny's been trying to, like, adopt a new Twitter personality. We talked about our goals in 2018, <laughs> and one of them for Danny was to just be more likable yeah, on Twitter nicer. in 2018. Do you think he's succeeding at this at all? <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen people really kind of retweeting and stuff and getting mad at him. <laughs> Uh, recently, well, but it, you know, I, I, I'm kind of lukewarm about this new idea. I mean, I really enjoy Danny's anti-SDC stick. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> it's not a stick. It's re- I, I expose the truth. It, well, you expose the truth, but here, here's a, I, and I listened to your uh, pod with Ryan when you were talking about it. I tend to, I, I tend to agree with him. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I think that you push it. Okay, you know how you know people like Skip Bayless, and instantly will find something about LeBron like during a game. Yes, and post it when some of it's unnecessary. If you're if you're analyzing a game, you don't really need to say everything. Right. I think you take you find everything wrong with the SEC and post it every time. Well, because you know what, I am the balance. Like I'm not the SEC <laughs> hater. I'm the balance because if you follow their like SEC network handle, or if you follow any of their fans or even their players, they're always promoting the conference. So I just well, like to remind people of the other side and the other conferences that are out there. You're a conference vigilante. Like yes. you're standing up for your justice. Yes, you're the little people. Justice. Yes. For the little people. Well, you have a good audience for that. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So my girl Hannah just asked us about something for me. So how does she go about boosting her Twitter presence? She's been looking to amp up her Twitter volume. How does she go about doing that? Should she give hotter so, takes during games? I don't tweet anything good. <laughs> well, that's the uh, problem, right? Here's, it's, hard, it's, it's hard. It's much harder for someone like you, Hannah, to be it's, – it's harder for someone to be – just themselves mm-hmm. and get a huge following on Twitter. I mean, it, you see, you look at Danny who played was on ESPN college football, talks about college football has a higher profile. A lot of people follow for right. that reason alone. If you don't have something attached to you, it's a little bit harder. So, but I mean, you just have to be unique or you have to know a lot about something. Right. Should, but should to be Raja unique, open be funny. an account? What? Raja's been huh? saying he's never going to open a Twitter account. Should he or shouldn't he? Well, I mean, it's, I mean, to, if he 
one something else to promote your pod. Be <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Right. Uh, why not? I have no otherwise, hot takes. <clears throat> otherwise, um, you know, it's up to him. I think with you, you, you already have a profile. I mean, you're already known. You already have contacts. You already born, met people. Uh, you play in the NBA. You fought with Kobe Bryant. I mean, you. Uh, it, it's different. If someone coming into the business, I would certainly recommend they do it. Right. But uh, it depends. I mean, I don't know if you need to meet as many people as someone coming into. You can make great contacts through Twitter. He's, he's already contact. got all the contacts. <laughs> See, I think the way that Raja would succeed on Twitter, if he's just – because he talked about when he clotheslined Kobe, he just went in this dark place and, like, you, he, blacked, he blacked out. That's the guy that needs to tweet I need to tweet that. That is yeah. so just true. Go to that blacked out spot oh, where yeah. you were so angry. I bet and you, you, start, could, yeah. I mean, you could probably – Kobe's probably cool enough now. You could tweet him. Tweet with him about it. That's funny. Or <laughs> yeah. I could I could tweet that where I was last night when I got kicked out of the high school game. I could tweet <laughs> like that, that guy tweet. Yes. Nice. He yeah. Who was uh, so of all the people? And I'm sure you get asked this a lot. Who is the worst? Like who gets the maddest? And is there anybody that still gets mad at you after you've exposed them? I guess they would block uh, you, right? That's the way to. Yeah, I get mad. blocked. Um, it's a lot less of a low profile. Uh, it's a lot less of the local guy. A lot more of the local guys than the big guys. I think people have started to really understand of the magnitude of what happens if you get mad. Right. It means I retweet it, oh, and man. everybody converges on them, and they look really bad. Because <laughs> it makes them look real petty. Um, but local guys, there's one guy from Cleveland who blocks any single person who mentions me. <laughs> or oh, any person who favorites my tweet that is, references him. So, so he has it's just a huge huge list of people so is that a, uh, is that a bigger compliment though like the blocking is that a bigger compliment a, a bigger achievement or is like getting mentioned and saluted for what you do like yeah i look at it as it just, it just raises my profile yeah, that's, um, that's all it does uh, i don't i don't necessarily get you know, like it's a trophy or anything when the, the person blocks me. But I, I do, I, I say it once. I punch back once. I don't, I don't drag it out, but I will post blocked by this guy for posting this tweet. What and you, everybody goes after them. What do you do for the Super Bowl? Like it's the biggest event of the year. Like how do you prep for that running the account? Or do you do anything differently than you normally do? Oh, it, it's a lot of in game stuff. Like last year in the Super Bowl was the oh, ultimate. Yes. And I was, I would, it, you know what helped me prepare for it? The, the, I had experience with the national championship game, which was a month before, because Alabama went up 14 nothing, and they were an unbeatable team at that time. Everyone thought they were unbeatable. So that was it. That was the game. And they lost the game. And I understood that when something happens where there's a big lead, you automatically just start taking down all the takes and it worked. <laughs> um, I, I had everything for when they were lo- And as, so at some point I was preparing all these things to post when the Falcons won. And that may have been the third quarter, but as it started inching towards, you kind of figured out what was going to happen. It just seemed like it was doom impending doom for the Falcons. That's when I stopped doing that. Started preparing all this stuff for when the Falcons, for when the Patriots won. And they won, and it was perfect. It was perfect timing. All right. But it's a lot of, like this year, I'm starting to prep for more things 
at the beginning of the game. So it starts off real slow sometimes. So let's say Chris Hogan catches a touchdown. I want to have something ready to go where it says, you know, someone talking about how it was okay that the Bills let him go. All right, so we got Fred Siegel from Old Takes Exposed. You can follow him on Twitter at Old Takes Exposed. Joining us on Off the Bench. Tell so we ought to do something called Rate the Take. Uh, so we've okay. the takes on here. So you'll, we'll give you an example from Hannah, who's trying to boost her Twitter following. Um, so she had a take. This and you is gotta so tell bad. us how good or bad this one is. Okay, Fred. this was like this doesn't say this. Do you want to read? Was... No, no, no. You can't give details. No, no. The date. I yeah. give the date. Okay. This well... was January 2016. Okay. Right? So she said, nothing sweeter <laughs> than watching Matt Lauer and Katie Couric celebrate his 20 years with the Today Show this morning. That's what it doesn't age well. <laughs> so, I don't know what the criteria is. Right. At the, the time of the take, first of all, it's a pretty bland. I don't even know if it's a take. I am like a morning show expert. I like I'm obsessed with it. So I just couldn't help it. I love Katie Cork and Matt Lauer. That was like a reunion. I just had to say something about it and I didn't delete it. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to delete it. I mean, I don't think it's embarrassing. I don't think people. You can't. You can't assume what's gonna. What what happened to Matt Lauer is gonna happen. (laughs) It's. it's, It. It. it, it, There's no way you could say that, like, without knowing him, right? Personally, and and you can't ever delete a take. It's a funny one, but in terms of (laughs) embarrassment level, it shouldn't be that embarrassing. Okay. All All right. right. How's this one from me? This is December twenty ninth, twenty fifteen. Such such a dumb move by the Eagles. That was when they fired Chip Kelly, and you actually responded, do not delete this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was responding to everyone. At that time, I was responding to everybody, hoping to get somebody to notice me. Uh, (laughs) I don't think it was an Uh, awful take. We never know what could have happened. They might be in the same spot. No, I think it's worse than him. So, <laughs> right. so as it's unfolded, it's been I mean, hard. you're blatantly saying it was a bad move to fire Chip Kelly. It, didn't, it turned out not to be a bad move. That's a cold take. All right. A, That's true. It's straight-up cold take. All right. One, <laughs> one more for you. Now, how does this one fall into a category? Because this is from December 9th, 2012, and this is from our producer, Eric. Rumors confirmed Foles <laughs> is the future. Now this was the season before. This was before the season when he went twenty-seven and two, which he was right about that season. But how does that fall in the rating of takes? Because he wasn't the future necessarily. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a tough one because there is. It was the year before he was. He had twenty-seven touchdowns, two interceptions. So at that point, it's 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 a cold take. <laughs> he wasn't the future, but the the following year, he could have been. He could have waved that. He could have doubled down on that and posted it again. Yeah, and said he was right. Yeah, but he didn't. He's so that's probably smart. Yeah, yeah, that that would have been definitely been. should have went with immediate <laughs> future. <laughs> the future is now. The future is twenty eighteen. Oh man, oh, awesome. yeah, this doesn't count as the future. All right, so I got one other question. It's off. It's off the uh, off the beaten path. But rumor is you were at Florida when my sister played at Florida. Yes, I watched her play. Did she you really? Great point guard. She was a tough little point yeah. guard. Like, there was a really big. I just don't. Rem- I remember her. Yeah. She was. Uh, I think she was. She short for even for. Uh, Absolutely. You know, yeah. Tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, she was. She was really good. There was a big. There was a center. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Uh, she had... was really big. 
tomorrow. Like big, she was like Shaquille O'Neal, like level big yeah. compared to the other players. Yeah, I forgot. I remember name. that. All right. Well, you, you make sure in 2018 you keep uh, people in check. You keep them honest. And uh, thanks for hopping on with us, Fred. We appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Let's get to here's what's happening with Hannah. All right, so you have a 37-year-old under center and the number two overall pick. The assumption is that you will go with the quarterback. But not so fast for the New York football giants. New GM David Gettleman said, if you take a guy just to take a guy, especially at the quarterback position, and he fails, you set yourself back five years. There are teams in what I call quarterback hell. So no guarantees of two. I think this is him kind of playing the game a little bit, trying not to show his hand of what he's going to do. But ultimately, you look at Eli Manning, he's getting up there in age. His play has deteriorated. I think they do have to take a quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah. It's time for baseball with Bell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Milwaukee making moves. Free agent outfielder Lorenzo Cain, no longer a free agent after reaching a five-year, $80 million agreement with the Brewers. The biggest deal this offseason. And the Brew Crew also added outfielder Christian Yelich from the Marlins in exchange for four prospects, further gutting Miami. I who, Lorenzo Cain. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I think the I, news though, I it. the news I though is it. that Jeter keeps stripping down. No, the that, that is the one. news. And Miami was just like he wrote a letter, like well, not a letter, but it was like a, a, a he wrote to the Miami fans and <sighs> and I can't even apologize. Deal. Like I just feel bad for Miami. We got we got murdered on that damn stadium. I, everyone's gone. Ago. John and Carlos like, Stanton, Marcelo Zuna, D Gordon, at, like you literally everybody's doing, gone. Don't I, say it. Don't I, do it. I think it's smart. He's ripping the band-aid. Yeah. It's going to hurt right away, and right. people are not going to like him, but it's he's building for the long run. Time will tell. It's sad. Yeah. It's it is sad, sad for the city but, of Miami. But I think it's the smart thing Yelich to do. was going to be the superstar, too. Anyways, I good move by Yelich, though, I will say. All right, so no trades yet for the Cavs, but they are making a change to their starting lineup. Jay Crowder to the bench. Tristan Thompson in at center. Kevin Love shifted to power forward. Cleveland 4-10 and in their last 14 games, yet still third in the East. This is big only because – Philosophically, they they thought that small ball was going to get it done for them, and they did that in an effort to match up with Golden State in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. And this is just the opposite of that. This is going big again, realizing that you can't protect the rim. You're giving up way too many points. And, I mean, it's almost a concession to a degree that you're not going to be able to match up with Golden State no matter what. So, like, it doesn't scream anything uh, on the surface, but if you look at the reasons why they did this, it's a big deal. All right, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Russell Westbrook, a guy with a grudge. He thought he was picked he was thought he thought he was picked last in the All-Star draft. Westbrook actually came last alphabetically. Regardless, he took that perceived snub and turned it into a 46-point effort in a 121 to 112 Thunder victory over the Wizards on Thursday, a season high for us. Bro, I love it. I love him. <laughs> I, do too. I do. I like I I do, bro. Any, <laughs> anything you can use yes. to get to get fired up, I love it. And he's always fired up. He's yeah. always talking. He's calling people out left and right. I, he's my, he's the most exciting player to watch too, because he's one of the guys that actually gives a crap. Just leave that sweater at home. My yeah. kids, my kids love this word savage. Oh, they yeah. love it. And yeah. I said, and I said, I said to him yesterday. I said, you know who's a savage? Russell Westbrook. Yep. He's a savage. Like his mindset is always. In savage mode. There aren't enough savages in the NBA either. It's true. Guys with that mentality that care that much that want to just rip out your throat every time they face you. All right, let's get some picks and props. I don't know what we're putting money on this weekend because what we're not doing the Pro Bowl. I'm going to take it easy on you. We're going to do one pick and a couple of props as always. I know Danny doesn't like this. Have to mention the records. Raja went three and one last week. Now eight, eight and one on the season. Danny trying to catch up. 11, 14 and one. Again. And thank God. Let's reiterate, though, what was my lock of the week? 
The Eagles. The Eagles at Eagles. home playing. So if you had done the million dollar bet, the one let it ride, we'd still be winning. I finally lose as I fade you guys and thank God because <laughs> you guys both went the Eagles and that obviously hit. So thank you for that. A huge, did you see this? A huge bet was made in Vegas, multi-million dollars on the Eagles. So that's where the money is so far. The Super Bowl line currently at Pats minus five. We're keeping an eye on that. A huge edition of Picks and Props in our Super Bowl preview on next Friday's show. Danny, we are doing Pro Bowl. And we're not going to do the line. I don't care. NFC is favored by three against the AFC. But the over-under, I think, is a little bit intriguing. That's set at 71 right now. And normally high scoring, as we see across all sports. But last year, the score was oddly 20 to 13. So the over-under this year... 71, what you got? I forgot about that, how bad. The game is always atrocious. I can't stand the Pro Bowl. I think the NFL should eliminate it. Like, it's one of those ones where it's so different from the regular product, they should just do away with it. Because every fan knows that they're not even, they don't want to tackle, they don't want to get hurt. Right. Um, but I'm going to go over. I'm going to, you got to go over on this one. It is an offensive game. I think they're going to just spread it out and sling it all over the yard. So I'm going to go over. Uh, as you know, I tend to fade (laughs) one Danny Cannell. So I'm going to say under. I just, um, not for that reason. I think they're not going to, I think they're not going to be locked in offensively. I think, I mean, I think they're going to be, when, when you, when you let down and you lose focus, I think it affects offense more than defense generally. And so I'll go under. That's some of the best Pro Bowl analysis I've heard <laughs> ever, ever. So that's just the one pick we have this week. Again, huge edition of picks and props next week. The props here. So you never want to blame a player, one player for a loss, but you kind of want to blame Kansas center. Hannah hit me with a name. Udoka. Oh, oh. Ozubuque? Um, no, Azubuki. There you go for the Jayhawks okay. loss Azubuki. on okay. Tuesday memory. to Oklahoma. Sorry. Azubuki missed six straight free throws as the Sooners intentionally fouled him in crunch time, which apparently gives fans the right to crash the KU dorm and offer free throw advice. Oh, my God. That also gives police the right to show up for that said fan who yeah. fleed. But Kansas plays again tomorrow. So. Over under five and a half missed free throws for Azabuki on Saturday. I'm saying over all the way because I think everybody's going to try this philosophy. I jumped in before he couldn't. Do you think me. Bill Self you. limits his minutes though? But he never Crunch got time. the advice. Crunch time maybe. Crunch <laughs> right. time maybe. Right. But, but he uh, during the course of a game, no, you play him. But if if it's tight, and it don't, it only matters if it's relatively tight down the stretch. If the other team's within striking distance, that's the only time they'll employ the hacker Azabuki. Yeah. Did you ever get the shanks at the foul line? Like, the, no. like never. You no. never had an issue with it. You no, always I, just worked solid. I wasn't a ninety percent free throw shooter either. Right. But I never got into like seventy nine point nine. Yeah, I never got into like a I can't make these type of right. mode. Never a no. mark, mark in his faults. face. I mean, he did not want to be on that, that line. That was ugly. He was shooting yeah. like left thumb was involved in the <laughs> shot. Like it yes. was. Yeah, that's ugly. All right, another prop. Tom versus time. Oh, yes, snooze fast. Part one released on Facebook the other day. We learned that he him. keeps his deflategate, we know, deflategate <laughs> letter, and he gets these bizarre massages. My sense is that Danny has probably watched this or is going to watch. Yes. But the prop here, over under 10 total seconds that Hannah spends <laughs> watching over the weekend on all social media combined. So easy. This is just like if it pops up on her Instagram and, and she's just the littlest bit intrigued. Is she just putting on this front in the podcast <laughs> room? Over under 10 seconds Hannah watches of Tom versus Time. Under, bro. 
My girl Hannah is not messing no. with Tom Brady. No, yeah, she is yeah. not, so wrong. She is not getting down you with Thomas so Brady. You so wrong. Uh-uh. She's going to hate watch everything. She's going to watch every single one. <laughs> no, she has I don't want to give him the views. You know what I would watch, though? Giselle. Exactly. That's but, another reason you're going to watch. You will no, watch. I'm not going to watch. You will watch. I'm deleting Wait. my Facebook, actually. <laughs> so you're not because of that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. 53-minute mark. Well done, well done. All right. If you vandalize it, we will do a pick and prop on it. Someone caused thousands of dollars of damage to the iconic Field of Dreams field in Dyersville, Iowa. Horrible stuff. The prop here, more iconic movie playing surface. The Field of Dreams field, minus 190, or the white men can't jump courts at plus 150. (laughs) I think it's easy. I think it's the white man. Or not, no, I think it's the Field of Dreams field. The, the whole movie was based around him building the stupid field. Yeah, I don't understand what the minus 150 and, and like plus 150 <laughs> I'm just putting something. That yeah. means it's the favorite, the yeah, Field right. of Dreams one. Well, yeah, I, one I think it's the Field of Dreams. Wasn't that where they were at uh, when Venice, they can't jump? Yeah. So They're awesome courts. Been, they are, yeah. yeah. They're dope courts. There's a, a very distinct smell that's wafting around yeah. those courts as well. <laughs> I was just out there, went for a jog, and I came back and was worried about a drug test. But <laughs> 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 so, uh, it's, it's no-brainer. It's Field of Dreams. All right, let's do some five-star Q&A. It's Friday. Let's have some fun. Woo-woo. Okay, so from DP Conway 17 he said, who was one former teammate that people would be surprised that you guys don't like? If you saw them in public, you would avoid eye contact and hope they didn't see you. <laughs> I love Roger pointing at me. Like, I have to answer this one. Um, it's a good one. I get along with most people, I would like to think. I don't have a lot of... There's no one you would avoid. Like, I sometimes avoid eye contact with people just because I'm not in the mood. Right. Right? But, like, most of the time I would like to say hi. But, like, you know, you see someone in an airport. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. I can't believe that person's here. Who is it? That's different, though. That's different. Like, I could do that to anybody. Right. Um, But I don't have a teammate, honestly. Like, I'm being honest. I don't have a teammate. That I don't like. That is hard because it's teammate. Yeah. Competitor. What about any like anyone else not teammate? Uh, <laughs> Lots of guys. Like, yeah, there are a lot of dudes that I wouldn't spend two seconds like. Like I don't Just care. Open like, it up. I don't really care. I don't think I have. I'll, I, if I can think of one while we're finishing this, I'll come up. Yeah, I'll try to, but I don't. Either. Yeah. All right. From Tubbs34, did you ever pay or get paid for a number? No. I was never good enough really to like to – have a say in my number when I was young. Like I showed up to the Sixers and Scotty Rago was the, uh, uh, um, equipment guy in, in Philly. He may still be there. Shout out. Great dude. Um, hitting him in, um, and love. But, uh, anyway, they just threw 11 in my, in my locker and that was what I wore. And then I wore 11 for a while. And then nobody wanted 19 when I got somewhere else. Everything else was taken. <laughs> so I was like, I'll take 19. It's my birthday. Um, and then no one ever wanted 19. So. I was never good enough either to, yeah. to but that didn't stop me because yeah. <laughs> I actually did. So when I, so I was 13, I was 12 in high school. Right. Loved Jim Kelly. His uniforms looked the same as our high school, blue and uh, red. The bills looked like it. When I got to Florida State, I wanted to wear 12, but we had Matt Fryer was there. It was a wide receiver. He wore 12. So I was like, all right, what can I was a big Marino fan. I was like, let me bump it up to 13. Mm-hmm. Love 13. Got drafted by the Giants, got to wear 13. When I went to Atlanta, so this is my second NFL team, um, I wanted 13. And another quarterback had it, Tony Graziani, my boy. Tony like we were tight. My, my man, Tony <laughs> Graziani. He's a good dude. Right. Played at Oregon. Okay. So he had 13. Uh, they gave me seven. So I actually had a jersey for the first passing camp said seven. I hated it. It was a different look yeah. because of two digits Single going to digit, one. I yeah. thought I looked weird. So I was in this negotiation with my boy Graz to try to get out of it. So I did end up giving him – 
How much? How much do you think? Um, five grand. Ten grand. Ten grand. Ooh. Ten grand. I paid him. I, so the way I I rationalized it is I had a signing bonus to yep. go with the Falcons. I'm like, I'm just going to subtract the ten from that bonus, and it's there. There you go. But it was still one of the dumbest things I've ever done. Yeah, I don't know that. I, yeah, I may have done it in my like. When I played, now it seems like trivial, but when I played, I might have done it had I needed to. I just, I didn't. All right, I'm going to take over for a quick second because our guy, Rob from ATL, one of our top, I'm going to say top two followers, <laughs> has a question for Hannah. And he asks, one of my Twitter followers is a babe and keeps favoriting my tweets. Should I slide into those DMs? Yes, but don't ask that question again. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Don't say slide into those DMs. Just shoot your shot. Just, I have, just send the message. I have Boom. a follow-up question okay. for Rob. If if a girl's favoriting always tweets, isn't that her like basically begging for him to slide into the DMs? It's her That's saying she's interested. Right. I've, yeah. I've done that move where I'll like, like a guy's Instagram photos. Like I'll like like four of them from 37 weeks ago yeah <laughs> no no right. seriously i'll right. like like a couple yeah just so it pops up bing, 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 yeah out. just so and he sees like, it yeah. and then he's like oh who's this girl oh she's interested shot that's up. worked there you go <laughs> there you go so i Smart. say shoot your shot all right come on rob get it done, go baby. for it rob <laughs> i support it okay so and this one turtleneck while you're doing yes we're the turtleneck all right so this one's for danny and raja it says give me one good pickup line otherwise i'm going with hey i'm going to kroger you want anything this is still from rob from atl um, I, I don't have any pickup lines. I was never the pickup line guy, but I'll tell you who is. This is real talk. My godson, his name's Aiden Durkak. <laughs> um, he's 10 years old, lives in Colonia, New Jersey. Real talk. This kid's got the, the, the nicest, like, pickup lines you'll ever, like, it's real talk. What? And like, he shoots give me one. at, like, I, I don't know, cause I don't really use them, but his dad will send me. confidence. But listen, I went to a game when I was up there for, like, uh, the Christmas break. He's 10. I mean, he shoots shots at like 14, 15 year olds. Like he is, he's a tough little dude, man. Swag off the charts. Here's the thing. I think Hannah hit it on the head. You have to be confident. Yeah. I think pickup lines are cheesy and I think most girls will see through them. If you, if you try the pickup line route, it better be good or you get shot down in a hurry. With a bit of I humor? No, I think what you have, it better be fun. Yeah, because if you yeah. miss on a pickup line, you're going to look like a tool. A I say just go up and start a conversation. Like, yes. hey, how are you guys doing? Like, what's going on? Right. Or, right. You know, like just. Oh, hey, what are you drinking? Or hey, like right. anything. Can I buy you a right. drink? Right. Like something. Yeah. You can tell instantly if she's either interested or not. If she says no, then be like, all right, no big deal. Right. Like, go ahead. Enjoy your night. Keep it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. Exactly. Yeah. Don't come up with something creative. Just be don't. Confident. It's all. No, it, well, no, if don't. You do it better be Just good. be normal. Right. It better right. be really good. Right. It's got to be that swaggy. Okay. Another one from Jared Words. If all four of you had to go back in time and attend another college, what colleges would each of you choose? Oh. Everyone must pick one. What? Everyone must pick one other. Okay. Other, other one. than the one that they went to. <laughs> Sorry. And then he says, because I see Danny saying he would never go to another school other than FSU. Jared Words, 2016 PSU alum. Shout out to Debo. Nice. Hey. Oh, state love Word. there. I have thought about this question a lot because I always wondered what would have happened if I went somewhere else. Yep. And now that I've been able to travel and see different campuses and I'm more mature at this stage of my life, I would say Stanford. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Palo Alto is incredible. And I got recruited by Stanford, but there was no way I was going to go from an East Coast kid in South Florida all the way to Northern California to go to school. Sure. I was scared of that. I thought the girls weren't very attractive. So you can see my priorities right there were really out of whack. <laughs> like, but if you go to Stanford, it's kind of cool. Like people look at you differently. Right. And I think you're What would up. you say 20 years ago? Like after you graduated Florida State, right after? I love Florida State. Like I would have said, I'll go back to Florida State. You know, right. like I, I wouldn't have. But you're saying Stanford now, like if this question was posed to you, 
if I Back. knew what I knew like now, yeah. like as an sure adult, like what really matters. Because Florida State was great football, great scenery. Uh, it was a ton of fun, and it's a good it's a good degree. But there's a there's a slight difference in a Florida State degree and a Stanford. Degree. I don't have that perspective yet, so I'm going to answer Arizona State. That would be solid. That's that would me. Be a solid choice. Yeah. What about you? Um, I don't know. I'd have probably went to like uh, Duke. Would you have gone to Duke? Yeah. But I wasn't good enough. But, but like, if you if gave you me my choice, like yeah. my, I wanted to go to Georgetown really, really badly. That would have been that was my dream school. I love John Thompson and the Hoyas. Like, given the opportunity, it would have been a no brainer for me. Hannah, would you go back to Cuse? Um, I love Syracuse. I I went to Syracuse and UNF. If I could go back, I wouldn't go to UNF. I would just stay at Syracuse the whole time. But if I really were to go all the way back, I think I would go. I'd want to go to like NYU or something. Like, I just want to go like full blown city life. Yeah. Go right into like the journalism career. Don't waste any time <laughs> right. at like any of the parties in college. Like I would just not waste my time. No, see, I don't think you should go back and say don't have any fun. No, I just <laughs> would like. I I wish I got like a uh, you know a quicker start into like career other than messing around in college. You know. Yeah, that makes right? sense. It's very mature of you. College is <laughs> college is fun, but I look back and I don't. I'm not like. I'm not I like, have, wow, college was the best time of my life. It wasn't at all. It was like a waste of time. I have so much respect for dudes, and this is specifically to football players, who go with their priorities right. Like they go and they get, they graduate in three years and they mm-hmm. get done. They get their master's and, you know, they kind of limit their fun a little bit. They don't yeah. go crazy. That's what I did. All right. Thanks for the questions. Those <laughs> are some good ones there. I like those. Hey, wait, real quick. Deeper. Yeah. You, Raja, early in the show, you said that you got kicked out of a high school football game or a high school yeah, basketball how game last night. The you got to tell I, us real quick. I just told a ref that they shouldn't give him his game check and he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so they kicked me out. Well, you don't even have a kid in high school. No, I help coach. I help my buddy coach the team. So now I'm suspended for the next game. Oh, like, oh like, man. Wow. Does oh, well. this make local news? We'll have, call, we'll have to call the How you gonna, I didn't flip out. Like, I didn't flip out. Suspended I didn't make a scene. I for just... clotheslining Kobe Bryant. Suspended yeah. for kicking Andrea Bargnani. In the balls. No, but high school refs are out of control. Because and I helped out at my high school. For... In a spring <laughs> yes. football game. Yeah. Spring football game. And I was, like, just trying to work the official a little yeah. bit. Like, having some fun. I'm like, hey, you know, that was a P.I. Yeah. And he, like, he barked at me right away. He's like, one more word. You're out of here. No, these guys were ridiculous. Don't, they don't mess around. They don't. Yeah. This guy. So he actually gave a foul real quick. He gave a foul to the wrong kid. He called it on a kid on the other side of the court. And gave it to the player that was just across the court because they kind of looked the same. Yeah. And it was the kid's fifth foul. I just was like, bro, you can't you can't do that. He wanted no part of it. <laughs> All right. Ooh. So we'll have to follow uh, Raja's coaching adventures throughout the year and see how many times he gets kicked out. All right. Thanks for checking us out. That's Off the Bench. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter at Canel and Bell. Make sure you subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star review on the iTunes page. You yes, we love your questions. Yeah, they're good getting questions. really good. Leave them under our five-star review. We'll get to them every Friday with our five-star Q&A. Hope everybody has a good weekend. Enjoy that Pro Bowl.